You are now listening to the Wise Men Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to break something up just because of the shit and giggles, but I can't stand hearing my voice under-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is a recorded... We, we need a third party. Like, we need somebody. We need a professional. You want to come in and make a recording for an intro... By all means, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> I can't stand hearing my damn voice. Oh, voicemails, you call the hotel right now that I work in, and you hear the voicemail. It's not me, man. It's somebody else. Oh, man. I, I still got the, like, it got the fancy one where you just, they know your name already, so it's some robot. Oh, lucky for you. Hi, you called the London House Chicago Police. I'm like, get the hell out. I need somebody to Oh, uh, he just tricked off on himself. They coming to you. Anyway, <laughs> we still mystery. So, we got some call ups, yo. NXT call ups. Now, I'm going to argue that fact. Are these call-ups? No. I think this is just the panic button being pushed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think these legit call-ups. Well, let's let's go through them first. Right. So the ones that are probably fresh in our mind is uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black, Ricochet, yeah. Muscle yeah. Chapa. Yeah. Um, Johnny just dropped his belt to the Velveteen Dream. Chapa is still the champ, but I'm guessing he's going to drop his. Uh, at a takeover, that's that's, that's got to be a pretty much a big deal. Alistair Black was reported at the. I think they did a show yesterday. Yeah, he he he's, he's I think he's a he's him he's, and Ricochet are the only legit call ups in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I other than that, nah, Johnny and I think Johnny and Champa get a nice little match, a rematch at takeover. I think that's still gonna last another six months. Yeah, they they've got they've got time with that one. Yeah, I think. But Ricochet and Alistair Black are probably the, yeah. the most ready right now. Yeah. Oh well, I wouldn't even say ready. Like ready, and there's nothing for them in NXT. Correct. They've yeah. done it. Yeah, I, I think. They both uh, held uh, championship belts. So. DIY rematch at WrestleMania Takeover. The rematch will be held at the Summer Slam. No, uh, Money in the Bank because I forget they do it in June as well. Um, that's enough time for that to happen, and then. At that point, I legitimately see like probably Tomasa being called up, or they just keep them down there because I, that's like the best feud they could ever have, and they could run it yeah, they forever. Just, yeah, I mean, there's been no. They kind of like the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing, where it's like they pretty much have to come up around the same time, just because they're so well connected. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure you want to talk about the other call ups that are that suck. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, let's kind of evaluate this one first because it's, I guess there's been some mixed feelings. Uh, about these call-ups, um, I guess in terms of what we saw on like Raw and SmackDown or past go so week or two, it seemed seemed fine. I had no problem with it, but I just the timing was. I have one very big problem. Mm-hmm. It is exposed Ricochet. He is crap on the mic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think that, that it. But no, no, no. That could be a huge problem on the main roster form. Isn't that what it won't be working on in NXT. But I'm saying, yeah. But that will work for him when his wrestling skills is the priority of his program. But on the main roster, that's not always going to be the case. I mean, we could literally list like 15 names of great wrestlers who have no time because. They can't handle a mic, or at least handle a mic in the way that the main roster yeah. would like them to. Well, well, keep in mind that um, that Ricochet also doubles as a luchador, mm-hmm. so we we could see the return of Prince Puma or or, or King Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chester, how, Chester how, Cheetah. How, how, how approachable. But yeah, I, that was that was. I mean, other everything else, I kind of was expecting. I was like, all right, cool DIY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex are back. All right, they want to make him a new Undertaker. All right, fine. If that's what you want to do. Okay. I, did, but then, I did enjoy that they matched him up with the matches that they had. No, him, no. And, him and Cien Almas. I'm still going to call him Cien Almas because that's what we deserve. Hey, you just want to use your accent. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, the previous episode, my Puerto Rican roots were taken into uh, Question. war questions. We're right getting a test. We're back. getting a test. <laughs> 23 and me, shout out. <laughs> But, 23. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, Alistair Black looks like he's going to fit. He's going to yeah. be fine. He's going to be fine. Uh, I don't want them to make him the new Undertaker. <laughs> he's, he's good by himself. I know, he's but you can tell by the entrance they gave him, at least on the main roster, they're like, please be the Undertaker, please be the Undertaker, please be the Undertaker. As you know, <laughs> uh-huh. which, which show would you rather see him on? Raw or SmackDown? If you're going to go Alistair Black and Ricochet as the two guys that are most likely going to be called up, what show do you want to see? Okay, this is just me being selfish. I'm putting Black on Raw because Ricochet belongs on SmackDown. Man, I'd love to see Ricochet and Balor go at it, though. Okay. But but remember what I told know, you. We don't even know if Balor's going to stick around. Well, remember what I just said about Ricochet's weakness. Yeah, that's true. Ricochet's weakness is that Mike on Raw... That's going to be more exposed. Uh, definitely on SmackDown, they're more about wrestling. the wrestling product. So that's why I feel yeah, I'd rather... Because SmackDown, the only people that grab those mics right. are the ones that are phenomenal with the mic. Correct. Right. Ude. Usos are pretty damn good with it. Correct. Uh, Daniel Bryan's... And Alistair's style fits just about any wrestler he's pit against. So if he was to wrestle Drew McIntyre's big ass, he'd be fine. Yeah. But if Ricochet is going against Drew McIntyre, yeah. you're going to like, eh. and I don't want to not to that. say that he can't hang with him because he's wrestled big guys before, right. but it's not going to be as exciting as right. the potential matchups. Yeah. You know, like Ricochet versus Daniel Bryan makes me salivate. Like, <laughs> that's got to happen. And, and, and I mentioned that earlier when we were talking offline. It's like Gargano started putting it on Twitter. He's like, all right, let's right. start crossing out the matches that you you uh, had planned or you want to see as a... Yeah, that's pretty smart. It's, right, it's, that's it's, smart. Hey, they're all learning. <laughs> they're all learning. They're learning the Everybody media learning the social media game. Everybody. Uh, but I still think DIY has six months before they're fully on. And now, do they come up as a tag team or separate wrestlers? <sighs> separate wrestlers. You think so? I think... I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I literally think... Wherever you put Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, you have to put DIY oh, on man. another brand. Here's why: because they're exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. They are. You could. They could fight forever. They could team forever, and they could play that game where they're friends, not friends, friends, not friends, friends, not friends, and do it until one of their legs falls off. Yeah. But that's exactly what you could do for them, and that's why, like, you could bring one of them up, and then whenever the other one's ready, you could bring them up, and you got that magic going for you. I agree. So what do we think about the reports of um, people kind of being upset with this the, the latest round? You mean like the EC3s and... No, 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 no. I'm talking about... This we'll, one? We'll, we'll stick with this round because the reports came out with this round that there were other people in the back who were not happy. Well, they took their shine. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, they took their time. They took their shine. They took their cash. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I mean, but let's just be real. That's been happening in WWE forever. Like... Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not yeah, even talking about call-ups. We're just talking about signees. Like, imagine how the 
the whole back felt when AJ Styles walked in, grabbed the third spot of the Rumble, then had a top program with Y2J. <laughs> he True. didn't have to grind for nothing and walk in the door. I mean, yeah. it's happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, not to say that it should or it shouldn't or if it's fair or unfair. It's just, it happens. And, and in my opinion, for some of them, I don't care. Because if you were putting your ass out there and showing us something up to this point, right. we would care. <laughs> you I mean, know? I mean, they, they, I think they have to keep in mind that it was their bosses that came out on TV about a couple months ago and said, hey, this shit sucks. Right. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and yes, it's not it. all... It's writing's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I, we've even had a problem with some of the entering product. Yeah. You know, just being stale. And I'm sorry, like, yes, I know there's producers. I know there's a plan. But at the end of the day, it's y'all two putting each other over. Yeah. And it's been, it was kind of sloppy. There was uh, one botched move between the Eric Young, uh, was it Eric Young? And uh, Ricochet. He botched a move on that. See, that I'm going to slightly let go because they had like 24 hours notice to put a match together. <laughs> he was supposed, oh, I forgot who he was, he, was, he was supposed to originally wrestle on that. It wasn't. It wasn't one. It was uh, was it uh, the other guy, Alexander? I thought he was supposed to wrestle Alexander, but he he has he's nursing an injury or something yeah. like that, oh, and okay. so they ended up putting him with Eric. Yeah, in the it, last it, yeah. Anything in regards to like the wrestling type over the last couple of weeks with these call ups, I'm gonna excuse because from what we've seen, people work together in house shows to develop something that appears on live TV. So if you don't have a chance to do that, it's going to look like crap. Unless you have two absolute geniuses, you know, like, for example, when Styles and um, I think it was Balor had that, like, 24-hour notice overseas or something to that effect. Yeah. You know, those are two magnificent wrestlers who can literally talk to each other in the ring and give us a great match. Oh, yeah. But not everybody can do that. No. Especially when you have contrasting styles like Ricochet versus Eric Young. But... Another NXT. Yeah, I, I mean these these call ups in particular. I'm I refuse to call them call ups until they're done with NXT. Okay. Yeah. So um, so then let's look at the other ones. Okay. The ones that were so great. Um, right before that, it was Lacey Evans. Yep. Heavy Machinery, EC3, yep. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, I'm fine with. To be honest with you, I mean I I didn't expect Nikki Cross to come in and like grab a title. Nikki Cross is fine where she is to be. I mean, she is, she was there at NXT. Like, she was never really, like, you never took her seriously as a um, contender for the title. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had an amazing last stand, man standing match with Asuka, you know. But that's the closest thing you ever thought to her actually winning. And you can give that more up to Asuka selling for her and putting her over than... Her actually having a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, EC3 will not be EC3 in WWE. And I think that is the biggest mistake that they made with that. Yeah. Because it's like it, they haven't even tried to, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Literally have not tried to. This guy has Period. not spoken one word since he's been on And it's not rock. like he can't rock. We know he can rock the mic. We know he can Yes. He's not like he's he not Samoa Joe. He, he probably can rock the mic better than he actually than he actually wrestled. Me honestly, right? 
and they, they give them a moment of bliss. They're completely <laughs> muted by someone on their way out. Right. And it's, it's the funny thing is, like, they literally had the formula right there in front of their face, and they chose not to use it, which is put Drake with him. Mm-hmm. It worked in Impact. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. know each other. They're besties. That would work. Um, Lacey Evans, I I hear more than I see. I don't... You know, like, when I listen to Brian Alvarez, I listen, you know, to LaGreca and Bully Ray. They're high on this girl. And I'm, like, looking at her like... So they have to be pissed as, as to what to do. She literally comes out, walks. Mm-hmm. It walks backstage, and that's it. I guess, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take Bully Ray's experience to heart on this because mm-hmm. he feels that they're doing this to build up anticipation for when she does wrestle. And I mean, we did see her wrestle in the. Most no, so she wrestled the Royal Rumble. Did we see anything that was gonna put? I mean, nothing spectacular at all. Exactly. I nothing spectacular. I'll give her credit. She's she's invested in her gimmick. And I mean, hashtag humans are dead. <laughs> that's another thing that worries me long term as well. But it's like, it it yeah, she's gonna have to start wrestling for any of that matters. I will give them credit for the fact it seems like they're trying more with her than any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're she's got more time, and when I'm including ring time, than all of them. True. Like, yeah. I mean, Heavy Machinery's had matches, but she's gotten more shine than they have. And the more, and quite honestly, they're talking about her potential over any of these other clubs. Right. They're talking about her and Asuka having a party at WrestleMania, which I just, you're going to have to convince me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd rather see that, Nikki and Asuka. I don't like, I like, I, like, I, I, you know, but again, from what I hear, what I read, People are high up on this girl. Yeah. She has a great story. She's a former Marine. You know, she's a mother. You know, she she has a story that would work. But like I said, gimmicks are dead. She shed, shed the gimmick and just be Lacey Evans. I, You know, be a former Marine. Yeah. You know, be a tough badass. Be the Ronda of SmackDown. And that's what, and <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I mentioned offline. There was a story that came out, like, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, that... that there was a rumor that they planned on replacing Ronda with, yeah, with this girl. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they they they. The star they, power that Ronda Rousey's name has, not so much her. Stat. We need a stat boy to check where Oscar's contract is. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. All right, because all right. Ronda's taking a break. I would say sometime during the summer. Good for her. Um, Sasha, they don't have faith in. I'm just convinced of that at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey, they don't have faith in. I'm convinced of that at this point. And I'm not talking about from a tag team perspective. I'm talking about as the girl, the woman, the man of the women's division. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Becky got over naturally, organically. They couldn't ignore it. She's there until she's until that gets tripped up. Um, Charlotte's the John Cena of the women's division. She ain't going nowhere. She's going to need... There's got to be a counterbalance because not everybody can go on the same show. Right. Naomi ain't it. You know, so yeah, maybe this Lacey girl is one of those girls, you know. I mean, eventually Shayna Baszler is going to come around. Sherry Corbin. 
Sharon Corbin. <laughs> yeah, that was hysterical. That was funny. Y'all just need to look that up, man. We're not gonna we're not giving that away for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's something. Like, hey, I I don't want to give an opinion because I literally haven't seen anything. Like even looking it up from NXT, she's had a couple of matches, but nothing that blew me away. But again, they weren't in matches that were really giving her an opportunity. Yeah. To do anything? Asuka got a two-year contract when she first signed. When she first signed? When she signed with the main roster, which was... So she's at... No, she had to have re-signed by then, because she held the NXT belt for like a year and a half. Well, she was with NXT, but then when her her current contract looks like she re-upped in 18. So she's got two... So 2020. All right. It looks like it. Okay. Okay. So... Oscar's going to be around, but I don't see her, honestly, based on the first year and a half they had her, I don't see them doing much more than what they're already doing with her. She seems like that, I would almost say Randy Orton-ish kind of role, where it's like, if we want to, we could throw the belt on her. She'll always be around the, the main event scene, Yeah, but it ain't going to be the guy anytime soon. <laughs> and I don't know why that is. Maybe it's the... Maybe it's the Mike thing. You know, maybe that's, you know, the case. But, I mean, heavy machinery, that's, they're that's fun. When that's, like, pisses me off the most. Yeah. I, uh, I see them sticking around longer only because of the emphasis on the tag team division. Right. That everybody seems to be saying that's going to happen. I guess. But... <laughs> so the same shit about AOP. I, I just, well... AOP got hurt, so that's well. One, I mean, but even when they were getting what they were doing, squash matches, like right away too, it's like everything was fine until they had old boy P on himself. In my opinion, when it came to AOP, oh, yeah, yeah. everything was fine with AOP into that the moment. PP jacket. Now I have a I have a theme for AOP. I don't know if I've said it on on the air, but I have the perfect remedy for AOP. Okay, Paige. They were fine with their original manager. I don't know why they decided to go back to Drake. I have no clue. Drake Maverick. I have no clue there. Then they turned that into a complete sideshow. But I'm... Then he wrestled on the kickoff show of Royal Rumble, but it was a a split team with them in the revival. Yeah. So I was like... Well, because a boy got hurt. And for some reason, they didn't want to just throw the arrival. They killed two birds with one stone. They gave AOP their, their rematch. They gave revival from Shine. It was still stupid. (laughs) <laughs> but like I'd literally book like oh boy in a singles match with Drake at at, at ringside and Paige just coming up smacking the crap out of him and just be like he's mine he's mine now <laughs> like I think Paige would be so perfect for them both as a heater and a manager like neither one is going to talk well and she needs something to do for a long extended period of time. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if I see it. I think they probably got a bigger plan for her. What could be bigger than that? I mean, something that doesn't have to deal with... Oh, thanks. You got me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, heavy machinery, that, that one just kind of yeah. me the most. I see the most potential with them. And then I almost thought... With the silly moment of bliss thing, 
they were almost looking like they were going to pair them up with Alexa, which would have been genius. Yes. I, I, I thought the other way. I thought when they had Lacey walk down during that match, when Heavy Machine was like, and she kind of like, that extended glance at them, I thought, okay, maybe they have Lacey come well, out as a mouthpiece for Heavy Machinery, but I don't think they would pair two NXT call-ups. Well, not like just that, like that. that. If they think as highly as they do for Lacey, they're not going to pair her with anybody. They're going to have her stand on her own. Correct. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting to see how they played that little... uh, I would like to see more managers in general, though. You know, just because if you're going to emphasize tag team wrestling, let's get some managers involved in it. Um, I don't necessarily think that Heavy Machine is one of those teams that needs one, though. I do. I, uh, well, so the, far from what they've done... There used to be two ways that you would promote a wrestler or a tag team. You would either have them cut those promos or you would have them do video vignettes. And I, for one, think that they would shine in the ladder. I'm going to say it once. I've said it a hundred times. Gimmicks are dead. Drop their <laughs> damn gimmick. <laughs> I mean, just let them be who they are. Well, I mean, a, that's portion, not... a portion of it feels like uh, pushed. A portion of it feels rehearsed, scripted. But see, that's the thing. Like, when they were in NXT, I feel like that was them being themselves. Right. And I agree. And I think that we can produce some kind of video vignettes that kind of highlights that. I'm not talking about doing something like a Kofi Kingston or a Razor Ramon, but something yeah. more like... Something more like Eddie and um, the other Guerrero. Chavo. <laughs> Chavo, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> when they was doing um, when they was doing their quote unquote gimmick, but that was kind of more like their personalities, the way that they joke around. Mm-hmm. I think something like that would work well with them. I think again, it's mostly what creative vision is for these guys. Bruce. It would be... Yeah. Bruce. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know who to put my faith in anymore. Yeah, I... I it's when fun it to comes, come up with these scenarios on our own, but uh, like, we're, sitting, we're sitting in a room right now that first right. came from WWE creative. I mean, one hope what I was thinking about these um, call-ups, per se, mm-hmm. that we were saying, is a hope... I mean, I was hoping we were getting... What occurred when NX this version of NXT first came about? Because I think people tend to forget when NXT first started playing around in full sale and all that kind of stuff. People from the main roster went to NXT all the time, all the time, all the time. Defended belts there all the time, and that's what I was hoping. Mm-hmm. That okay, we were getting that that blurred line of you know what brands were. You know, not necessarily straight ignoring them, mm-hmm. but every once in a while, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to kick dope in the door just to see if you, you you square up or not. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. You know, and I was hoping, like, for the next round of tapings, Elias, for example, show up at NXT to say what's up to Aleister Black or something to that effect as Retribution or something like that. I that would have been fun for me. Because that, that's actually, like, a consistent story and it's fluid. Right. It goes between brands. Not just a not just a cheap uh, like a world's collide mm-hmm. sort of deal, but there's 
it's like every once in a while, like this is your house. But every once in a while, I'm gonna come knocking through that door mm-hmm. because I, I smell steak, that. and I just because I, I, it used I, to I, happen. As good as Elias, I, 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 yeah, I, I would have loved to see it happen, kind of both ways. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. Both like all that, like open up the possibility, up open up the possibility to the fact that somebody from NXT could actually win the World Rumble or could actually win, right? You know, uh, uh, Giant Battle Royal. There was one point in time where the Miz had the Intercontinental Championship, and I thought, man, this would have been great if like. Tyler Breeze could like win the IC championship. Correct. From like an open challenge and like, oh, you want your belt back? You're gonna have to come to NXT, bitch. See, and, and this is and this is and and like because I caught myself watching old oh, I won't say old, but original um episodes of NXT and seeing things that like I didn't watch NXT when it first came as that version of NXT. And I saw things like I I plugged holes to things that I just never saw. Like for example, Dean Ambrose Univert uh, U.S. title reign. That was like 300 days long. Where we thought he defended the title like four times in that turn of time. Mm-hmm. There was like five other de- title defenses in NXT. That like, they didn't even mention on WWE TV. And, and they already said with the women's tag team titles that they're defending those on all brands. Which is excellent. Was well, excellent, and that's why I was like, "Okay, this gets oh, me excited." Because you can get Bailey and Oscar versus the the Pirates, the, uh, the, the girls, um, Kyrie Singh. In Eagles Rock. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Sharon Corbin's crew. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where did that name come from?" As soon as he made that Sharon Corbin, I was like, "The only thing that anybody with that hairline knows that's that's the villain from last." Uh, Last action hero, the Schwarzenegger movie. Oh, that's harsh. Oh, I don't even remember. Anytime but. I see that horrible hairline, I was like, oh man, that was that's brutal. But not, <laughs> and that was more of the stuff that I was hoping for when these call ups came about, because that's what I thought was happening. I was like, all right, I thought I was hoping for some not necessarily invasion angle, but kind of like you know when the man came to town right before you know summer uh, Survivor Series, you know where SmackDown just shows up. Beat down, walk away. Yeah, Finn showing up in uh, right UK. You know, I mean, that's that's cool. Those are the kind of things that I was hoping for, and and that would be to WWE's benefit because you're gonna go on cable TV with the Fox brand with that. Why not do something like that where you get more viewership to your WWE network? And the reason I was excited about it, and the reason I thought it was gonna happen, is because the indies do it now. Yes. Yeah, well, well, the mean, indies do it now. They they show up with their titles. We're like, I know this ain't my house, but I got a belt here. If anybody wants to, wants it, they need to come outside and come get it. <laughs> How many times has that happened at an indie show? People come with it. Well, what was that? Tracy Yo, uh, Tracy Williams, that we saw at the freelance show. Mm-hmm. He defended some other kind of belt. Oh, some internet title I don't remember. Pop showing his Dragon Gate belt at uh. But I'm saying that. But that's what I'm saying, like that kind of stuff. And I thought WWE was like, we can do that too. We got plenty of belts laying around. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when DIY comes showing up with their belts. Exactly. Because remember, Kevin Owens showed up with, NXT with his NXT title, stood up to John Cena, and was like. My belt's better than your belt. <laughs> One thing that was missed in the in the fighting with my family, Paige came out with the NXT Championship belt, didn't she? Did she not? What yes. Was it, was it oh, they never showed that she they even won the belt in the movie. Spoiler alert! Show. Shut up! Don't see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, you've already streamed it on some yeah. illegal channel. Yeah, she was never NXT champ in the movie. It just never happened. 
glossed over that thing. Yeah. Shout out to Stephen Merchant for doing it. <laughs> I think that was he made a, it more of a family story, which is okay. You take some right. Credit, it was, but fuck every every you got the casual fan hooked into the warm story, and then then you lost us at that second. But that's right. another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's what I was looking for from the. That's why I was getting excited for the call. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. DIY is showing up with their belts on Raw. On SmackDown. Like I, I would love for each of them to be like. We'll defend these belts individually tonight. Who wants a shot? Mm-hmm. That'd have been fun, especially right. if you're gonna put them over like you did. At least let the belt be on the line so it have some kind of worth for a person on our main roster. Because I mean, if I'm a cat on the main roster, some cat from the my league comes up and like, I want to fight you, but I ain't gotta. I'm already here. It's like high school. Like some sophomore steps up to a senior, we're like, let's go outside. No. (laughs) No. Why? I'm already a senior. Like, why? Mm -hmm. That's that's what made no sense to me. It's like, so... I stayed in my lane at high school. I didn't fuck that shit. (laughs) You know, so these guys come up and they beat, like, main roster guys just to make NX... Like, you just killed your roster. (laughs) You buried your own You buried your own roster. <laughs> what are you doing? The revival who just won the championship. Right, you buried your own tag team cha- champions. Mm-hmm. Who did Ricochet beat? Ricochet, uh, well, no, he was pitched with uh, Lashley oh. and Raleo Rush. And it was him and Finn. Yeah, that's absolutely like... But the original plan was to put him and Finn. But you didn't. But no one wanted to put anybody over. Yeah. Makes sense to me, though. That absolutely. makes sense. Especially since Finn just won the title and... Corey Graves and his infinite wisdom was saying, well, he won it because he got the uh, the handicap. He knocked down the hype man. So, I mean, There's nothing wrong with pointing out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, and then they went over to SmackDown. Wrestled the bar. They beat the bar. Um, Alistair Black beat... Uh, well, he came out and he wrestled uh, Cien Almas. Right. He, he went over on that? He did. He did. And then, of course, because it was that funny. Ricochet game beat who? Ricochet Eric Young from Sanity. Okay, that was safe. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> other than that, you are just burying your talent. Like, why? I mean, I can see the Sanity thing because they've been buried for a while since their fucking call-ups. Yeah, but yeah, so, that makes. Know, but but that would have made more sense if they did it. You know, for example, DIY comes beat up Herc Hawkins and um, Zach Ryder. That makes sense. <laughs> But I did like it to see with the with the premium talent. I did like the Alistair Black and Cena almost because that was an excellent NXT match when uh, Alistair took the the belt from him. Well, yeah, and, these are two people who are familiar with each other. Yeah, so. and that's and that's, see, that that's makes sense. Like that makes sense because you don't you want to match that talent. You want to show the in ring chemistry. Well, only would just make it so much better if if they would connect those stories. Yeah. But there are no stories. It was just like, hey, these guys are going to fight. It just showed up. And that's, it, and that's what they're doing. It seems like they're continuing with that going forward. Which, and if okay. you're going to do that, do it. But the cheap dialogue that was going on backstage, too, was kind of like... Yeah. It made it... It soured me a little bit. And I, I even remember making a cringe face when the interaction with the bar. I'm like, really? No, I think this me. also lends to a bigger story that we ain't got time for right now. Mm-hmm. We five and a half weeks from WrestleMania, and WWE in some parts has no idea what the hell they're doing. God no, 
No, no. Like no. they like half their card is not filled out yet. No. And it seems like now they're experimenting to fill out that card, which is scary. And the problem is, Fastlane's just around the corner. Another pay per view. I don't think that's going to answer any questions for mm-hmm. them. No, but it's not going to make anything clearer for them either. No. Well, the WWE's just doing what any other successful company is doing right now. They're being reactive. And that works out well. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Wise Men Wrestling Podcast with Sean, Rod, and Ray. We appreciate you. Shout out to Bagel Bites. We'll catch you guys next episode.